Hey, Morgan. So what are we up? Episode four? I know we always start off talking about the episode numbers. Is that where we are? I think it's five. Because obviously, it's funny these days. We, we can look up anything online. So, you know, people have this debate. So like, why are we trying to figure this out? So we could, but I'm not going. Four We're thinking five, it's. Whatever. It's, it's an eternity at this point. I mean, it might as well be, you know, episode number 573. It doesn't matter. I mean, we're still talking. We're here. We're yes. ready. And I guess this one, we're getting more serious than usual. This is not no Grammy preview talking about Lizzo. This is cancel culture. You excited? I'm excited. Nervous. Yes, this is definitely a, a heavier uh, topic than anything we have gotten into so far. So, yes. but And we'll I think see. the funny thing... For the listener out there, listeners, excuse me, that was a Freudian slip out there, is that I might have mentioned before, we're at the point that we are colleagues, but we purposely do not talk about non-work stuff now because we want to save it for this to be spontaneous. So I have no idea what you're going to say, but I'm looking forward to it. Right. And I have no idea what you're going to say. It's, and you're worried, It's hilarious. Too. I'm, yes. <laughs> is that bad? Is that cautiously, uh... A good thing from a podcast standpoint, I don't know, but yes, he is correct. I literally will be at work and I'll I'll sit there and I'll think of something and I need to write it down. And he's just looking at me weird, and I'm like, I can't say it. It has to do with the podcast. So this interestingly, is I was looking at you weird even before we started the podcast. So thanks, well, thank you so much. Just keeping it real. So I yes. guess in the beginning, did you want to have a you know general overview? You think cancel culture is good? bad or does it give a nuanced view i think we should start off because this is something that is very interesting when you try and start at the very root of it all the actual definition of cancel culture like it's kind of all over the map there i mean you can look up a dictionary versions um you know merriam webster defines cancel culture as the practice or tendency of engaging in mass canceling as a way of expressing disapproval and exerting social pressure. That's their well, definition. Well, I think the most important thing is remember in school, we always got in trouble for using the word to define the word. So they use cancel in their definition of cancel culture. That, that, cancel. That's helpful, Webster. You would, you would come out with that. Yes. Yes. Well, so that's their to, to... definition. But then other people, people's definitions like you know it some people say that cancel culture's definition depends on where you lean politically some people say it doesn't matter like where you lean politically what your race is what your gender is it's kind of whatever i found another you know another source that i read said that it's a belief that you are no better than your worst moment in your life, no matter how old you are. That that's an interesting thing to think about. Yeah. Right. I mean, like no matter how old you are, if you are a juvenile and you do, I'm just trying to think of the best example. You commit a crime as a juvenile, like that worst moment in your life, like you're no better than that person in that time and space well it's interesting to think about because i think crime is one thing but i don't know if you remember a couple of years ago that young lady who at age i don't know mid to late 20s became head of teen vogue 
and it was this big deal. This woman yes. of 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 color, she she left Politico, which was a great assignment, and then they found some mm -hmm. tweets when she was a teenager. They're stupid tweets. So then she loses her job right. because I think her colleagues couldn't do it. But luckily, I guess I'll use the word. Luckily, she was, I think I believe was hired back by Politico. Mm -hmm. so, I mean, she had a oh, job, yes. but I mean, it, it's crazy for things. Because I first got the internet when I was in college, and you grew up mm. much of your life. You probably can't remember a time before the internet. So it's definitely, you know, a, a different time when, yes, everything you say can and will be used against you. We always joke, mm -hmm. you know, you don't put anything online that you wouldn't, or anything in the email that you wouldn't want to, you know, show up in the New York Times. Well, that's who's thinking about right. that when they're that young. I mean, yeah. The, yeah, the, you know, no, we all do stupid stuff when we are young, every single one of us. But, you know, some of us are lucky that social media was not around to the extent that it is. I don't think it's necessarily fair to then unearth, like in the example with Teen Vogue, like it happened years ago when they were a child. Like it's not, that's not, nobody deserves that. I don't care who you are. But, you know, just bringing up every little thing, um, you know, the example of the, the girl trying to get into college where she had made a video and said the N-word in her video, and she's a white female, somebody held on to that video until she was ready to get to college. That's just absolutely malicious. So you don't have anything better in your life to do than to make, than to do this to this person. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's interesting it's about on a similar thread. And I don't, I don't even pronounce it. Morgan Wallen. Is that how you pronounce? You're the, you're the country fan. I'm, I never heard his name in, in, until he got in trouble for, for uh -oh. racist thing that came out was it a year or two ago but the interesting thing yeah. with him is he might be more popular than them he's getting his songs mm -hmm. on top 40 radio it's not even just country mm -hmm. he's blowing up but if, i don't know if you saw the other day he he got in trouble because he canceled the canceled, concert when it basically went to starting so then last minute so, so yeah. now you have his fans are trying to cancel him now so he everyone at some point i'm sure he's gonna go but i think the bottom line especially with individuals you should be able to repent for your sins. If you say something stupid mm -hmm. and you genuinely apologize, okay, let's move on. Right. That's, it's, 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 once again, most of these things are not getting canceled because someone is murdering someone. In most cases, right. saying something, sometimes not even stupid, sometimes the right thing, depending mm -hmm. on your beliefs. And then it's, 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 it's ridiculous. And some people, I mean, to get, not to get back, you know, the whole situation with Trump and how he likes grabbing women. Billy Bush, who just happened to be there, he lost his job and he's slowly mm -hmm. making his way back up. But the the perpetrator, he gets elected president. He may get elected a second time where they canceled because the guy, yes, maybe Billy Bush might have laughed with him, but it's with him. But mm -hmm. yeah, yeah he, he in essence apologized, but it doesn't matter. Right. I'll, and that's overall, I mean, cancel culture is there. Is it, I think you and I agree that it is 
at times unnecessary and ridiculous. I think, I think overall, like you are accountable for what you do and say. And I agree with you that if you do something wrong and there is actual like a, a, a feeling within you that you realize that that was wrong and that you hurt that person and you repent of that or you you know you vow that you will never treat someone in that way again yes absolutely like move on from that but all of these things with cancel culture the the thing that is interesting is does it work like does it actually work and I'll give you a couple examples that it does, and I think in a good way. I mean, a lot of the civil good rights. Way. Okay. Yeah, civil rights between yes. like the Montgomery bus boycott. You know, that mm -hmm. they they cancel the buses. So I mean, and, and a lot of the sit-ins and some of like a sit-in is the opposite of cancel, but a lot of the things yeah. and you're probably too young for this, but there was um in the eighties with South Africa and apartheid, mm. Coke was a big one that there's people that you know, Coke was still doing business in South Africa with, in essence, the white minority fully or the black majority. And there was enough people that tried canceling it in this country that I think they got the message. And so they pulled out and there were other ones. I was a little too young for that. So I think there are some examples that, in my opinion, work to do the right thing. A in lot of things we talk yeah. about are, are sort of st stupid. I mean, for lack of a better tense. I mean, but I, I give Kid Rock credit. I'm not going to drink Bud Light. Has nothing to do with that. It's just with Bud Light. Why would you want to drink Bud Light? <laughs> I don't care about anything else going on. I just don't like the beer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we can get to that one in a little bit. But yeah, um, I think, yes. You make a very good point. There are a couple examples, but I think the overwhelming majority, I mean, at what, what is wrong? Like, I think the massive movement of canceling someone versus like, generally it's in pretty well-known, you know, famous celebrity status or very public arenas, like, What's wrong with people just, you know, wh why why does it have to be a mass movement? Like, why can't you just pull that, like, if you know that person, like, why don't you pull them aside and let them see, like, hey, like, this is probably not the best move, you know, like, pu like publicists or managers or therapists or whoever, like, maybe this wasn't the best thing. Like, you probably said that in the heat of a moment. Do you? What, do, you, do you really think that, or as, do you as think Kanye West like, listen to someone? Kanye West has been saying stupid things well, recently about Jews. Before they talked about how what slavery was optional or there's some oh. some uh, unique take that I've never heard about slavery, especially from a okay a black man. So my point is, would, would Fair. Is he gonna listen to anyone? No, he's not going. Okay, uh, there are certain people, Kanye West. Another good example, I feel like, is probably Harvey Weinstein. I mean, that those are arenas in which that is applicable. But 
some of these, I feel like they, it tries to get, I feel like people try to push it, you know, like it's not just, oh, let's like, this is a potential area where like a few people could publicly call them out or like somebody in private can address it, but nobody wants to do that. Like they all just want a full force. Like, let me get as many people as I can to go against this person to cancel them. And yeah. I think that that is diluting the actual accountability that needs to be had. Let me get back for one thing. I want to apologize to Kanye. He actually, he did repent. I, don't know if you, this was, I wish this was a joke, but it's not. I don't know if you heard it. So he's okay with Jews. I don't know if I know this. Oh, oh. no, this is, this, this is dead serious. He's okay with Jews now because he saw Jonah Hill in 21 Jump Street. So now he has a positive impression of Jews. I wish I was kidding. I wish How old I is that movie? It, it's old enough. And it's not even, Jonah Hill has done a lot of quality work and good movies. And he picks 21 Jump Street. Dead serious. I, but I think the interesting thing with that. You just saw it? That thing's like 10 years <laughs> that old. Yeah, that's, that's a lot of things. But I think the other interesting thing with um, that and Adidas is the is it a true cancel or there it's a business decision if they might not mm. they might not necessarily agree i mean they're they're what aren't they a german company they might agree with what he said um but he's the, the, yeah. that's a joke but the point is it's like some of these cases is it a true cancel because Ooh. it's the right thing versus the they might think the money side speech, of it. but but the bottom line, I mean, they lost what's like mm. a billion dollars in inventory. They they lost because of him. And oh just, yeah, I heard people were walking out the door with them because they didn't know what to do. Literally, the shoes you could like grabbing like employees were grabbing boxes because they were like, well, we're not going to sell these. So. I mean, they could give it to the people you know in in uh, is Africa usually where they give the the, the losing team Super Bowls. Apparel, you know, said, you know, this team won the Super Bowl and then they lost it because they can't sell mm -hmm. the United States. So, because they got to have the t shirts maybe, ready. Maybe some, you know, poor people, some in the middle, I don't know, Central America, Africa, they have Yeezys on. Yeezys. Mm hmm. Perfect. So, yeah, I mean, that's a good point, too. That's, I never thought about that from like the business side of it. I think, I mean, okay. I was going to bring this up anyway, but I feel like we should discuss the Bud Light controversy because yep. it's very, very fresh. I mean, just overarching, they've lost the $8 billion. Anheuser-Busch as a whole has a net worth of $20 billion, and they have lost $8 billion. But then they end up going back after they, in essence, I don't know if apologize the right thing. They, they put... Two of their put a marketing people, yeah, you know, and the two of the marketing people are, I don't, they're not fired yet, but they're they're on uh, leave, which they were yeah, yeah. mandated to take, but we don't know if they're coming back. Right, but I, mean, I think but the yes. funny thing is, um, jeez, I'm having a brain freeze now. I should have wrote down the congressman from Texas, who this is bad. He has a, a patch on his eye. He was a military. Oh, the better. military. <laughs> yeah, and, and he was, yeah, I'm never going to drink, you know, Bud Light now. And there was a video of him, I think of the same video of him, the refrigerator had a different Anheuser-Busch beer. Like, he didn't realize it's all one it's big. A now huge, it's a, it's a non-American yeah. conglomerate now. So it's. Yeah. I, it's, mm, yes. I was looking up 
the beers under the Anheuser-Busch family. Oh, it's the same. It's a lot of them. It's 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 a lot of them. And so even things I you mean, think are independent. I think Blue Moon are they part of that? I mean, they're they're Blue Moon's part of one of them, and it's like these some of these ones you think are just these smaller independents, and there are there's only a couple big ones now. I'd have to look that one up. I thought that Blue Moon was separate. They're either part of them or Michelin. I mean, there's one of the two, the big ones. I didn't didn't know that Corona was under the Anheuser-Busch family. Did you know that? Yeah, they keep on expanding. thinking of which ones I can, I was like, oh, which ones can that leave out? And I was like, oh, Corona got bad PR with that little thing that happened. That thing that happened not to, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They were on sale big time when that was going on. Let me tell you. As they should be. Uh, so, I mean, and this is, you know, so people are like, oh, I'm not going to drink Bud Light. And then they try to switch to different and then it's still under the family. So exactly. I, I think it, I think it depends on the individual person. I think that if you don't want to drink Bud Light, because that's the specific one involved, I think that's your choice. If you don't want to drink any of Anheuser-Busch's products, you know, that's another choice you know there are alternatives out there i mean you know craft beer is alive and well so you know those smaller craft breweries and there's plenty of them pending where you are you just got to find them like those small you know businesses that's Uh, a way to support them i guess if you don't want to go mainstream i want to make a generalization generalizations are always bad that was a joke. That was wasted. But um, I'm guessing that the people who drink Bud Light are not, for the most part, drinking these, you know, the the, the, the small brew houses, small things like that. I mean, it's, it's those things are very sort of like in liberal, fast and cheap, right? I mean, things like that. So I'm, I'm guessing that the other ones were not going up because of of that, though. And I bet, mm. like a lot of things, people are going to forget about it. And it's going to be, they're not in that It's going to be fine, maybe later. That's what I'm guessing. Yeah, we'll have to see how it plays out. I don't know, it's definitely hit hot and heavy first, right? We'll have to see how long that uh, wave rides out. But we'll see. I don't know. You already said you're not drinking it, so there's one person. (laughs) That's why the sock tanked. That's why. They're like, oh no, we're in trouble. Dave is not drinking it anymore. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. From this not, day not forward. Exactly. No more. Or or I, I started even before that. I mean, I've been going strong in this band for years and years before it is even I was I was ahead of my time. I mean, I will say when I first started drinking, I had a friend who was really into the the Bud Light Platinums. So that yeah. was probably one of the first beers I ever drank. I was like, oh, this tastes so great. And then that I was like over it in a couple months. I was like, <laughs> I'm, and I seriously, I don't think I've had one since. Like, I'm just like, what? good for you. You're part of the band. I am together. No you're more. Saying, God, you're, you're, we started the trend before it even happens. Yeah. I mean, we're not getting any credit for it. You heard it here first, though, people. Yeah, sure. It was us. You know, and, and one we mentioned um, cancel culture. We ha- we have to mention Colin Kaepernick. 
who's actually there's two interesting sides of that. One is he's still canceled, and and, and, still. and he's still. I mean, serious, I mean, that's the, and he and I think wrongfully so, but also people tried to cancel Nike, and they didn't get hurt at all. They they they're they're doing well, and they they with the stock, you know, right after that. They did well. They're still chugging along. So the mm -hmm. guy stood up for what he believed. And I would argue he was right about. We can discuss that too. And they just, no one wants to take a chance on him. And, and it's sad. I mean, monetarily, mm -hmm. he may come out ahead. He's gotten a bunch of deals with, and right. between Nike and there was the TV show based on him and there was the documentary. So he might come out ahead, but the guy just wants to play football. Right. And, and, and it's really tough to stand by your decision in his case, when you believe it's the right decision, knowing not to say it costs him everything, but it costs him what he wants to do. And it's, he's not going to be playing football when he's 50. So right. even if it comes to that point where someone, you know, we were NFL, we're wrong, blah, 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 blah. Well, okay. It's too late then. Yeah, you're losing prime years for a quarterback right there. Um, yeah, I mean, you you are correct. He might come out ahead. I, I think at the end of the day, you know, are there 30, what is it, 32, 33? Are there 32 quarterbacks that are better than him? I mean, there's some iffy quarterbacks out there. And I think at the end of the day, you know, you the things that occur with the NFL players nowadays, I mean, we hear about them all the time. Like, there's felonies. There's, you know, domestic violence charges. There's DUIs. Like, and that's just the, the little things that we hear, not including everything we don't. At the end of the day, like, if he's better than 32 of the starting quarterbacks, or at least decent enough to – make an NFL team right. I I know that you you know I feel like I have an opinion that you need to look at the person as a whole package you know there are rumors for um oh I cannot think of his name the NFL draft is coming up and so there are rumors that the oh Stetson Bennett coming out of Georgia there are rumors that he might not go in the draft because they have off the field concerns for him. And but I was like, okay. But he's an old man, right? I swear he was at Georgia like eight years. I'm not well, is that, I mean, no, if he's like 25 years old, which I think that really, that's one of it that hurts. That is bad. I mean, yeah, I, mean I think that's a way you could even phrase it for that case. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure right. he's going to get a free agent pickup and, you know, in front of the camp and stuff like that. But yeah. But should I mean they have concerns because of off the field issues? Like you, you need to draw a line and be consistent because you are withholding Kaepernick because of kind of on the field, but you know whatever. But then you have all these other people that have felonies right. on your team playing, like. Right, you got to draw a line, and you have to be consistent as the authority. Basically, I mean, the NFL and the players' association, like they have to all come to terms on that, and that's stuff that I feel like needs to be decided. Yeah, so, yes, that is ridiculous. Is... When um, what's his name, the quarterback got 
such a huge contract and then multiple cases, multiple accusations of sexual assault for the for uh, and still Cleveland, Cincinnati, yeah. Yeah, still has their yeah. job. Technically. It, 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 it's 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 crazy, but yes, for someone who doing what he thinks is right. And then people later did that. There are other people that kneeled. Mm-hmm. So so I mean it's not and it's yeah, so is, is he the best at the time? Was he one of the best thirty quarterbacks? Was he one of the best sixty even? Every, every everyone would say, you know, if it'd be first or second stringer and it's ridiculous. I mean, there's mm-hmm. There's certain people. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of teams that like. I just don't want to deal with the trouble. Yes, he might be better than our number two, but we get boycotted. I don't know. You might get more fans for all you know. Somebody's got to take a chance. It can't be worse than some people already in the league. So no, but I mean, you got, I mean, someone like Michael Vick, who no pun intended, mm. pun intended, was in a doghouse for a while. But I mean, he, <laughs> obviously the, the accusations were horrible. But he, isn't he allowed to repent and, and aren't you allowed to move on? Yes. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, and, it's, and he did. Yeah. I mean, I think it took him a while to realize. Yes. It, mm-hmm. it, it's, but yes, yeah, so he's moved on and now we can, you know, move on with him. Mm-hmm. I agree. But it's, it's... I think as to your second point there, because you did bring up Nike in that as well. I mean, the issue with Bud Light, I mean, Dylan Mulvaney is also a spokesperson for Nike as well, but you don't see anybody going after that or attacking that. I, I, That's I a very good in, point. Yeah. And I, I had also, not heard of her until this boycott. Maybe I'm too old or whatever, but I had, I'm sure none uh, of those people had. I'd heard the name, but like not in enough context. There's apparently... I don't I don't know what Dylan Mulvaney did. Apparently planned all of these sponsorships around like the one year of girlhood because right. Nike and Bud Light and Maybelline and Kate Spade and I'm sure I'm missing like all of these companies. Right. Like around into March, April kind of thing. And I was like, what's in why did they time this? They had to have timed it to work this way. But yes, I mean, Dylan Mulvaney and Nike are in a partnership, but you don't see anybody going after that. It's interesting, yeah. I. So it's interesting, one, what people pick and choose. And two, I also am under the belief that you're, it's going to be, I don't know that anybody can tank Nike stock. Like, I just don't know that it's, they're going to take dips like everybody else, but I don't think you're going to take out Nike whatsoever. Well, the one thing, I I don't know if it's technically cancel culture, but when they had all the stories, whatever, the decade or more about the child labor in, you know, the Asian countries and stuff like that, I I think they've changed. They move their factories. Those those pressure on them. Once again, is it true cancel culture? I don't know, but it's. It is something that, that I mean, think I guess it would people... have been termed that because it promote because it involved a change for them. They looked at their stuff and their operations and were like, okay, we need to do this. And they did make that change. So maybe it is before it was a term. I don't know. Well, here, here's another thing I want to bring up with you. So, you know, how do you separate the person from what they say or do? As in, 
uh, while never convicted, Michael Jackson, you know, did, can can you still listen to Michael Jackson or even worse, like R. Kelly? And mm. and I think it's hard in sense. I still can't listen to Chris Brown for the whole Rihanna thing. God knows how long it is. I never, I don't, I was mm-hmm. never a big fan of his, but I mean, mm-hmm. and R. Kelly, I've liked a couple of his songs, but I don't know. It seems for me, it is hard to separate. It's one thing if they had different politics than I did, maybe I'd, I'd still listen, but hopefully I would. Mm-hmm. But for something, either serious accusations or convicted serious crimes, I mean, is that is that cancel culture? I don't listen to R. Kelly. I feel like it's not cancel culture because it's not a widespread movement to do that. So, I mean, you decide, I don't, I don't know what, I do not remember the global, you know, after everything that happened with Chris Brown and Rihanna, like, I don't remember, were there mass amounts of people that stopped listening to his music? Well, I think that the radio station stopped for a little bit. Stopped playing it? Okay. So maybe. I think if they're you individually deciding that you don't want to listen to it for X reason that is valid, I guess, to you, is it cancel culture if it's just you? Like, what if you just woke up one day and decided that you didn't want to listen to somebody because you didn't like the lyrics in their songs? Is that, I don't think that's cancel culture because you don't have, that's that's an individual feeling that you have toward that artist. Right. But like there's nobody like that, else. That, that level is probably, it's not just an individual. I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's plenty of people that have trashed R. Kelly's albums. I mean, I know the people that cheered him on even mm-hmm. after all these things. He still oh, had yeah. some concerts, which was, but I, th- I, I don't know. That's that's a good thing. I mean, a good maybe point. that's the maybe that's the interesting point about like you know cancel culture has come to what it is because of social media. Like maybe that's it. Maybe that is the one individual saying, you know, I think that this person is wrong because they use these lyrics or they're demeaning or whatever. And that person takes to social media and gets people like on their team with them. And that's how things pick up steam. And then it becomes what it is. So maybe that one individual can start it or like, you know, in situations with, you know, Bud Light or Colin Kaepernick, like somebody on a higher more visible platform can then start it. Right. You know. Right. And then with social media, it sometimes doesn't need to be the on the higher platform. It's be someone just gets that right somebody random. Elon promotes that tweet, then somehow it goes around. It's amazing what can be done if you get a little support, right? Right. So I think another thing though, and this is where it gets interesting in some regard to me. So, cancel, like, generally speaking, it's whatever somebody has done, right? But I read something where it was talking about whatever you, like, 
how it is it might not just be the actual but it might be how something is perceived as well Well, and that's what i was actually just going to bring up which is interesting so i've been watching this bill maher forever so in the late 90s he was on a show ironically called politically incorrect on abc (laughs) it was a show it was a show at 11 30 you have it was 30 minutes. He had guests. They discussed the news. Sidebar in college. Um, I helped plan all the special events at the University of Maryland, Terrapin and the Wolf. And my personal one was bringing Bill Maher to campus. And oh. I got, I, you know, that he was running late. I got to meet him backstage and I went out to shake his hand. I said, oh, hi, nice to meet you. I'm glad you're here. And he's like, I can't shake your hand. I just cut my finger. And I said, isn't that what OJ said? And he he laughed because at that point it was only doing the math was about six or seven years, but I mean, but he After. laughed and moved on. And so the and then, so that was in two yeah that was in spring of two thousand, and then eighteen months later, when nine eleven, they were he was on the show and there was something about talking about how the the terrorists were cowards for slamming their you know the planes of the building and his response was they're not cowards you know yeah it takes a lot of guts to be that person not that it's right and he said you know the cowardly thing is you know firing missiles from thousands of miles away once again he wasn't saying the terrorists were good they were bad he got mm-hmm. canceled because of that mm-hmm. and i forgot how many years later hbo picked them up and because hbo doesn't have advertisers some people may cancel that subscription but since there's no advertising, it's changing a little bit now with HBO Max. But for the most part, HBO doesn't have advertisers, so it's harder for them to be swayed. They can't be boycotts of the advertisers. Mm-hmm. You can say, I'm not going to buy a subscription to, to HBO. So so he's now lasted 20 years. Every so often he gets you know, in trouble for some of the things. But I think it's a lot of I like him. He makes you think. He's some guy okay. who's who's – at this point, Democrat, before he'd probably say a libertarian, but he'll criticize the Democrats a lot. And so I think it makes you think. The point being is that was something that if you listen to the words, you might disagree with him, but you might not think that, but you have to actually listen to the whole sentence in context mm-hmm. to know what he was saying and why he was saying it. Not, and it was ridiculous to be canceled on a show called Politically Incorrect incorrect mm-hmm. because of that but i think you know so you the people go after all the big name sponsors you start going after the sponsors for his show then you go to the all the other eight you know for the other abc shows so i think it's probably they thought they had to do financially but it was just a stupid situation but at the end he's he's making a lot of money he's doing okay um i think he's fine yes i would say he is yeah, so it's it's back. Yeah, so I think it's context is important and just I don't know, just people move. I mean, the same time, exact same time period, the Dixie Chicks in essence were canceled twice. One, oh, they, yeah. they 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 spoke out against George W. Bush, and they mm-hmm. lost a lot of their fans. And then now they're the Chicks, right? Because the Dixie, you can't say. Oh yeah, they took the Dixie. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. that's correct. So, yeah. So yeah, so it's yes, and you I mean. A lot of, not all, but a lot of singers, entertainers are liberal. But if you're a Republican, can you still like them for the music? You know, and the few people that are conservative, or does it matter? Do you just, 
don't listen if you don't like at this. all. Once again, I, I my boycott of Dixie Chicks is still going on twenty plus years later. I've not still listened to them, and I have no plans of ever listening to them. I think I have heard maybe one of their songs. I'm not that. I, I no. But I mean, I they like were them. the top of the game for country. Oh yeah, around two thousand, and then it oh, took yeah. them a while. I mean, they're back touring but i still don't think they ever got to that level for just you know and then i hope the stupid thing about you know just shut up and play well people can speak you know the people that that say this are often complain. you know talking about things outside their expertise too mm -hmm. i mean we have sports columnists that have never played sports but they can talk about you know the athletes and the athletes yeah can talk about i mean athletes over time have brought up good changes with the Olympics, well, the 72 Olympics with uh, the raised fists of the name, two people. And it's, I don't necessarily think it's inherently wrong. Right. Right. Um, Bill Maher and the Cajones Awards. Yes. I watched that clip. And you all should listen or watch that clip if you haven't either. Um, so I. Politically speaking, I lean right. I am not far right, but I lean right. Um, I watched that clip of the Cojones Awards, and I a thousand percent agree with those awards. So the reason, and the reason why I do agree with the fabulous Cojones Awards, which when you watch the clip, you will understand why they're fabulous because there is an actual award, and it is hilarious but so you I had think a ball watching those, it right. it was it was yes <laughs> i can't even that joke i'm sorry that, that joke was that's nice. good go everybody you have to go watch the clip otherwise you're not going to understand this this is great comedic work from david over here seriously Thank um <laughs> i think I a thousand percent agree with him. Like, so one of the examples of somebody that he gave, these are awards for individuals that fought against cancel culture and won for um, clarification. But, you know, the first award he gave is to, I think the the president of Cornell um, yes. University. That's correct. They wanted... Students wrote a, I guess they signed a petition or something. They wanted trigger warnings for lessons in their classes. Yep. And the president of Cornell basically said, like, no, I'm not going to do that. Like, yep. you come to college to learn lessons, life lessons, all of these things. Like, this is the actual purpose yep. of college. So, no. Also, just from a teacher and a professor planning standpoint imagine making those teachers go back through and put rigor warnings like psychology professors would not do anything else like they're no so yes yeah. that's one of them and i yeah. thousand percent agree with that i think you need to draw a line like yeah. people that is life like, i agree you don't get a trigger warning in in real life and yeah. I think we're going to get to the point, seriously, we're going to have to have trigger warnings for trigger warnings. I think trigger warnings seriously probably trigger some people. Because you don't just say trigger warning. I think you say trigger warning, we're going to be talking about let's say, rape or whatever. So isn't that enough to, to trigger 
you right then. Right. But yeah, yes. and, and with the Cornell president, I think the other thing that was interesting is so I think it was through the Student Government Association, and oh. they and they see they've all presidents always approved these whatever the student government has you know the petition whatever it's officially called. So this is a rare mm -hmm. time saying no. Oh, and she hasn't job. done it. Cool. Yeah, I think it's yes because it's 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 crazy and it's it's, it's for people and you got it's to learn. I, that's life and. You know, this is going to sound really dumb, but like our grandparents and our as you know, our I'm going to say grandparents. You know, like within this, you know, last hundred years, like if they saw this right now, they would be like just embarrassed, probably. Like, yeah, no, it, it's. But I think when I was reading a lot of cases. For various reasons, people now are going to go to different states based on the other political beliefs. Some of it's happening with medical school. We just article about, you know, um, a lot of the top OBGYN um, residents do not want to go to Texas. They want to go to some states where they're not going to learn the full craft of OBGYN, for lack of a better term. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so you're going to have states for undergrad. Okay, so Cornell is one way, but then you're going to – is it – now is it only going to be the liberals? And then same with professors. The whole point of it truly is, you know, diversity. And, you know, and traditionally professors overall have, have leaned left. A lot of people go in academia. That's mm -hmm. what it is. And then young people lean left in general. But, yes, it should be open. But that's – I don't remember another one of his awards, but the whole situation out at um, Stanford Law School when the – I don't know what it's called. Not the right wing, but – the one of the, the lawyer groups, the student lawyer groups on the right, invited a federal judge who was appointed by Trump, so someone on the right, to give a discussion. Mm -hmm. And not only people were protesting, the guy couldn't speak, so they say, can an administrator come over? And the DEI administrator went in and sort of told him why everyone's mad at him. And so the guy had to leave. So I think... This, oh. is, this is not some guy off the street. This is a is a judge. Who, yeah, you might not agree with him, but he probably has a lot to say. So let him speak. Or don't go. I don't think it was a required right. lecture. It was, listen to what he says, and then as I'm sure there's a Q and A part, ask him an intelligent question, challenge him on his beliefs. Why do you whatever? Why 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 do you agree with the Supreme Court decision about this? And instead of just heckling him, mm -hmm. I mean. I don't know. This is about a decade ago. I saw Carl Rove speak at Duke. I don't agree with what he says, but I wanted, I wanted to hear what he had to say. Yeah, I think there were some people in the beginning that were, you know, asked stupid things, but he eventually got to speak. I bet today he wouldn't be able to. But yeah, mm -hmm. either don't go. Oh, no. I mean, it's it's interesting to just, you know, maybe we'll learn something. God forbid. I think it's yeah. I agree. Just don't go. First of all, if you don't. If you don't think you can handle watching a lecture at Stanford, of all places, a very high academic center of learning, just don't go. The NC but State then, of the West Coast, as some people refer to it as. Oh, is that what they say? It's so I'm funny. not sure what that, that anyway is. <laughs> so don't go, first of all. And then secondly, I think, I think another part of this is and I don't care if it's a federal judge or a professor that is excellent in their field or 
you know, the president, like, if this continues the way it is, like, you, that person has expertise in their field, whoever they are. Do you have to agree with 100% of what they say? No, you don't even, frankly, have to even like them, right? But at the end of the day, like, they, you have to respect the position, right? You know, I think that we can all learn things in whatever state we are in, you know? If it's a professor that's in your field that you're studying, but they are way not on the same political spectrum as you are you going to really one miss that opportunity to hear that person be in that same room with that person and number two like it's still within your field like that's still something that you can glean from right and be able to say like oh you went there I don't agree with him but he made really good points in xyz area yeah. Um, I, my my favorite professor in college is a marketing professor. He had a different way of sometimes doing it, but he would he would proudly say that he was the most conservative professor on campus. I love the guy. I took a second class with him after I took an intro to business very much because of that. He was an interesting character. And just yeah, because of learn. him being the professor, right? Yeah, and you learn. Yeah. And the other thing, I don't want to pat myself on the back, but I will. No, but is that you know, for years and years, I, I never read the opinion pages of newspapers or anything. I said, I could read, okay. I can make my own opinion. Then I said, okay, let me just start reading some of the people I agree with. Oh, they have some good points. And so in the last six months, a year, I've started reading people that I disagree with. As long as they're, you know, able to write intelligently. And it's sometimes, okay. oh, yeah, I agree with you. Some, a lot of times, no, you're wrong. But it, then there's some other things I'm like, there are some other stories that I would not have found out about if it wasn't for that. So you'd learn further. I mean, the one is, you know, quickly, they always talk, you know, the New York Times being so liberal, but one of their conservative columnists, Brett Stevens, put it out there, this big study, and this is a larger debate, questioning whether masks work. And I, mm. I read it because of a conservative writer. I, I learned more after that. I don't necessarily agree with his conclusion. But I, he made some good points and even just brought it up to the subject that I wouldn't have read. There are other ones. Mm-hmm. George Will, who's probably the most famous conservative columnist, has been doing it probably 100 years, literally almost at this point. I mean, he brought up a good point about some government, like eminent domain. That I was like, oh, you're really right. That was really stupid for the government to do this or that. So I think it's a lot of times, once again, I'm not trying to pat my back, but I think we could all either you know learn what others think. And mm-hmm. I just want to read, oh, you know, Trump is good, Biden's bad. Well, explain why you think right. that. But intelligent, I mean, George Will is, his every sentence is probably 20 words and many commas in there and words, I don't know what they mean, but I think, but I like that as opposed to, you know, as I said before, Trump good, Biden bad. Well, that's not helpful at all. That doesn't help. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's so much, you know, there's so much to learn out there and to to be able to learn is good and it's what we should all you know the world is constantly moving forward and evolving 
and it's always a good time to learn. But I think if you can, I think an invaluable way to learn is to be put into a mindset that you will like, you wouldn't go to naturally, right? Like you are forcing yourself, well, forcing is probably strong, but like <laughs> you're, you're making the decision to read these pieces by people that hold different views other than you. So you're already like, okay, I don't, you know, I don't normally read these. I don't lean the same way as them, but out, you know, putting yourself into that spectrum and then being able to learn from it, you know, showing discernment for yourself, but then also saying, oh, like, I never thought of it in this light. Like, this is, that's what we should all, you know, strive to do. And I think with cancel culture, like, you know, sometimes it is good to like, try and think like, for some of the things, I do think some of the things are ridiculous that cancel culture has pushed. I also think that there are some scenarios where I I would never, I, I wouldn't be in a situation to make that decision like what other people have decided that they want to you know, cancel. But if I can be objective and try and put myself in their scenarios like you know if i if i you know if i wasn't a white female like and i had people say things specifically toward my race or gender or whatever like would that offend me do can i see where individuals are coming from in this standpoint and is it something that needs to be addressed and you know we as the United States need to move forward. You know, you mentioned that there are a few examples where things have been made for good. You know, the the 2019 Oscars, you know, there were no, I forgot what category it was, but it was all white nominees. Every category. Every category, that's fair. Wasn't like hashtag so, you know, that, so white or something. Oh, yes, hashtag, yes. That's correct. But then because of that, you know, they made changes and they started, you know, they did start having nominees of different races. So I think that's a positive thing. But, you know, I would, you know, that's something where like I would have to take myself out of, you know, into a different mindset for that. Cause I, you know, I think it's good though. Always learning. Yeah. I think, you know, I don't exactly cancel culture, but what do you think about the sports teams changing names, the, the football team in Washington, the, the baseball team in Cleveland? And, and for me personally, because they will argue that they're the Native American tribes like it, whether sometimes they're paid, sometimes not. And maybe some do, but I think overall it's it's not good. And I think it times have changed and I think it should be. I know there's some high schools are still fighting for it, but I mean, it, we, you know, some people thought that the Washington football team would never change names, but mm -hmm. I think it's the, I think overall it's the right thing. It's just, it's native Americans. You think they should change their names? Yeah. Or theoretically should have had it to begin with, but native Americans have been treated so horribly throughout mm -hmm. our whole country's history 
that are you really honoring them really and i mean we see what it means when you're red skin or the indians the mascot i mean it's like a caricature has been historically mm -hmm. i mean it's mm -hmm. why why is that i mean i think it, it's it's good they changed and it's just i think that's one of those things that you know generation like wait they were called what up until what year mm -hmm. I think it's going That's to be looked back and people are going to say that that was ridiculous that it was that. And, mm -hmm. and you know, back to the whole cancel culture, everything is too serious. I think this is just one of those things that's just stupid in a sense. That's stupid. Why do they? And someone say, oh, you know, the fighting Irish, or the Celtic. I still think that's a little different. Yeah, you think Celtics and fighting Irish is different? And no, no, I, I do think. Or you don't I think, think, I think some people try to make the. I think it's a false equivalent. Oh, okay. That people sometimes times make for them. I think when it comes to sports teams, I think that's a. To your point earlier, I think that's a point where it does become like the business or the money side of it, right? I mean, I think that that is something that. I don't know. I think I I think that's where the money side could definitely come in. I think it I think it depends. I mean, Florida State's a prominent example. Like they want them to keep that name. But do they want it? And I'm sure there's they, a monetary I was gonna say, investment for them. I mean, so, is it really honor? I mean, it's sort of a cool tradition bringing the, mm -hmm. on, on the which apparently a lot of people like. Here. Yeah, they do. Yeah. But it, it's fire. But you see a bunch of white people cheering for it. I mean, it's. I mean, how many Native Americans think it's honoring them? I don't know. There are some, you said, and some is it being paid off. But I think. I mean, doesn't Florida State actually have relations with the Seminole tribe, they, and that's they, why they, they may. do that? I, they, they may, but it's just. Is it a? Is it a monetary thing? I don't know. If it was a monetary thing and it was offered like to the Cleveland Indians or to the Washington Redskins, if there was monetary involvement for the Native American tribes involved, would it make it okay? I mean, there's often been monetary things with Native Americans. New York be one of them, but there's places, but is it, you know, rightfully, you know, so, you know, the, the money and then. I don't know. I think, but I mean, it's, is it I mean, is it rightfully so? Probably not. But I mean, there's plenty of things that money has solved, right? Teams need to change. I mean, it's so ridiculous. The Utah Jazz. There's no jazz in Utah. It was New Orleans where the Jazz they moved. Why? Why? Oh, I didn't know that. That's a good why is point. It called, why is it called? Why are the Lakers called the Lakers? I actually don't know. What, what state has a lot of lakes? We have a quiz here. Minnesota? Yeah, that's what they were before. They so, were I mean, Minnesota? When? Five years ago. No. Um, no. Yeah, we, that's one of those things we can obviously <laughs> look up pretty quickly. But yeah, so I mean, some of these things wow, sort of get ridiculous over time. Well, yeah, you don't even think about that stuff. And it, it's obviously a different level. But it is sort of mm -hmm. weird. I mean, it's a different thing. than you. Well, there's two Cleveland Browns now. And because of the Cleveland Browns, they moved to they they moved to the become the Ravens, and they got another team, the Cleveland Browns. 
and the Browns because it's named after the owner. So it's it's not the color. Oh, the owner. So yeah, oh. so I mean, there's a lot of these things that, or I think the other thing that's interesting, sport I know little about, hockey, the Canucks, mm. which Canucks is supposedly a, a, a derogatory term for Canadians. When the Canadians are a different hockey team, I think it's interesting. I don't know. We could probably spend four hours talking about sports teams. I had no idea about that. Yeah, I mean, I. Um, well, so I mean, the the Hurricanes used to be the Whalers when they were in a different state. Correct, and I think that's a that's a large discussion. Should teams change names? And then, but the, the, but Carolina, they've been honoring. I mean, you can get Whalers jerseys at the Hurricanes team store. Which is They're pretty sweet. Yeah. 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 Whalers night. Or then you have the the Dallas Stars, where the the Minneapolis North Stars. They got rid of the North part. They didn't become South Stars, but uh, interesting. So I think it's. I mean, yeah. So the the I know. Then some people are probably going to once again a false equivalency. What about the the Buccaneers? Isn't that make or like the Pittsburgh Pirates? Isn't that whatever? It's those are just entities. Yeah, and general... some people probably say then you're gonna you're making fun of them or you are you honoring them? You can't win either way though. You're honoring these pirates and. It's, 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 I don't oh, know. Oh, pirates. Hmm. I mean, eventually, I mean, you know, in 50 years, all of the team names might be different. Whether they were good or bad to start with, they might all change. They might, yeah. You never, I mean, it's could very well. We'll see. You and I will just have to wait and see. We'll have to, we'll go back to this podcast. Will you, we use AI <laughs> to get us back to this. And who knows? This might actually be an AI podcast. Anyway, we're not going to. In fifty that. years, it definitely will be an AI. Right now, podcast. this one might be. No, no, no. And I think I guess you know just one other thing on my notes. We're we're, we're jumping around the whole Joe Rogan situation, where Joe Rogan spends well, Spotify spends a lot of money. Is it more than a hundred million to get? Joe Rogan, who has an interesting career, an interesting past. So, I mean, he was getting in trouble for between racial things, for COVID situations. So, you had some, you had some big names who asked to be removed from there. But the big names are was like Neil Young, some other that people who are Neil Young fans are probably not streaming, and it didn't make a difference. He's still on there. They may cut ties when he's done as a financial decision. Because I mean, I mean, who knows how much it helped financially? But it's once again, it's one of those things. A lot. It, yeah. It's a, and I, I, for the most part, I'm on, it's like Bud Light. I'm still on my Joe Rogan. Uh, not listening to. And not listening because, to it. I, I I listened to one episode with him and and Gilbert Gottfried, and he he said some things that were just oh. incorrect. Not not in pop, just things i forgot what it was it's like no that's just a wrong fact you're saying that's just yeah. not right yeah I mean, he's had an interesting career between sitcoms and fear factor and the mm. the, the second set of hosts on the man show but it's just he's just blown up and he's making an insane amount of money for just going there if people complain about our podcast being long his are two three hours long and that's that is long i mm, mm. It's got to be a really good, really good topic. 
for me to listen to a two-hour podcast. So. Right. And and so, but you don't have to listen. You decide that and there's, I don't. there's plenty of other things out there. And he has he does have plenty of fans. I mean, it was oh, he, he, he was he was just to stand up is selling out arenas, which is rare. I think we might have talked about it in the previous podcast. I mean he has definitely a lot of fans in all shapes and sizes. And I think people would argue that you can't necessarily put him down on his uh, politics. I mean, I think he had, um, whatchamacallit, he had Bernie on there, and he had, oh, yeah. you know, it's all, it's all sorts of people. So, I don't know. I think I to mean, sum it up, I think it's, you know, watch what you want to watch, don't mm-hmm. want what you don't want to watch, and most of the things we're talking about are not, are, are not serious issues. I mean, in the sense that, you right. know, it's not, I, mean, I mean, and then the opposite, and OJ is still cheered by a lot of people when he murdered, allegedly murdered. Allegedly murdered. People. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and things mm-hmm. like that. I mean, now there's, there's talk about Bill Cosby going back on tour. Will that happen? I don't know. But, I mean, he's not a young man either, though. No, he's not. But, but the point is, he's done some serious, allegedly, some serious things, too, that, yes, which is different than kneeling or saying mm-hmm. stupid things. Even if it's on the other side, and it's, I think we need to realize there's there things need to be weighted. I think is this yes. the thing that it's it's yeah. I think Harvey Weinstein should be canceled. You mentioned him before, thousand percent, yes. And then there there was um Aziz Ansari who was canceled for a little bit, which from my thing it looked like he had a a bad date, and then someone mm-hmm. went on Twitter about that. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's a bad date. Does that mean you get canceled versus the a predator? I think people oh, have yeah. to realize that there are levels of these things, and it's it's just yeah. There there are levels, and I think especially given his celebrity status, you know, along with those levels, you know, you got to see if the intent to cancel is due to their celebrity status and they're this person's just really trying to get something rolling against him or is it a circumstance that should have only stayed between those two given their relationship the whole world doesn't need to know right and Um, he's not he he's gotten back but he's not what he was before he, is not. he was at such a height of the career. Every between he was doing like two stand-up specials a year, which is insane. He was um that HBO show he did was fantastic. They eventually came back. Um can't think of the name of it now, but it was it's just his career. It wasn't like his show, was it? Was it the NZ's and Zari's show? No, 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 no. no? It, was, it was I can't Something even explain that? it. You that add that to your list of HBO shows. Um First two seasons were great. Third one I didn't see. He wasn't even on there. But there were some just funny things. It was absolutely just fine. When, you know, our fans, I'm sure, are shouting out the name of what that, that is called. But it's... Yeah. Mm. So it's, it's... I don't know. Bottom line is let people apologize. And then it can move on. Yes, if people maybe are not repentant and they do some stupid stuff, maybe. But it is, 
I mean, we like said for widespread not doing it. Bill Cosby's not because he didn't do it. They're all innocent, but they're just being set up. It's just a coincidence. It's just a it's just a great ploy against them, and they're just you know hurting yes. their livelihoods and all of that stuff. I think the one thing I wanted to close out with, and you you know, it's a perfect segue with Aziz Ansari. You know, I read something talking about comedy. I thought I would mention it with you as well. Okay. You know, somebody said, you know, with Anzari and then especially recently with Dave Chappelle, his live comedy show that people did not like, you know, they wanted that taken off of Netflix and Netflix said, no, because we have a wide range of things. We're not just going to take it off because people don't like it because some people will kind of thing. So, you know, the attempt to cancel these live comedy shows and these individuals, you know, I read something that said, you know, the the comedy show is a sanctuary. Right. This is where you get to have free speech. You get to say whatever you want. Like, you cannot cancel that. So I thought that was interesting. And I, I think the point, I've heard it from a number of comedians is that part of their job is to find where that line is and sometimes mm -hmm. you get you cross it but i think with chappelle's a couple things um one is that probably almost everyone complaining about him didn't even see it in context they just heard about it. i still haven't seen it. i don't know what he said but i think some people will say you know, the whole sticks and stones might break your bones, but sometimes names do if, if, if there might be, you know, contributing to the anti-trans rhetoric when someone at that level is says things that you can interpret that. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I think it's, you know, it, it's, it, I mean, it's so is that reason not to do it? I don't know, but I think it's, Yes, there's a live. I think it's also different when you see comedy live and it's not taped mm -hmm. versus I think, I think you know, that's why none of them want to taped a because they don't if they're still working on material, they don't want to get out there. But also, is yeah, they made you say something. Mm -hmm. The whole thing, Michael Richards Kramer went on some inward rant of filming him in a comedy show 15 years ago. And that was just stupid. And then he was canceled because of that. But I mean, it's you have to really, uh, you know, find that line. But it's I think there there are things that people can say that are just stupid. And, right. And and it's yeah, I don't know. It's 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 not an easy thing to think about. It's not, and that's part of why comedy is difficult and it's a hard field, right? It's a hard market. You've got to know that line. And I think that with, you know, you kind of like in life, right? You, you, you learn as you go, you feel things out, you learn about yourself and what you believe, you know, that's life. You're pushing that. You're not constantly trying to push the envelope or like go up to that border and see how close you can get without crossing it kind of thing. But I mean, that's life too, like in comedy, trying to find that line knowing your audience, knowing what's going to click with them, trying it out on different groups before and seeing how it performs. Like, 
you know, the same can be done in life, right? You try different things out in life. Do I like this? Is this what I believe? Do I, you know, all of those things, it's applicable. Yeah, no. And I think the interesting about comedy, for the most part, you're seeing people you know at least a little about. So you're not going the opposite. So I think most people in the comedy is safe because they might agree for the most part. And sometimes mm -hmm. they'll do the groans and stuff like that. <laughs> but it, and we have to get you to your first comedy show too. So gotta go, gotta go. We'll see. I will have to check the schedules and see. It's and fun. I'm gonna ask for your input on who I should go oh, see. And, and I think that's a funny thing. Comedy is so personal. Like some of these mm -hmm. big comedians, I'm like, let me finally like John Mulaney, who's huge, and oh, yeah. he saw that arenas like a couple years ago. He just it was so huge. I'm like, let me see him. Not that great. I didn't like. This year, plenty of people do, and that's and that's fine, and that's I mean that's like with music, some of these things. And that, you know what? You're not trying to cancel him. You're just not going to go watch any more of his shows. Just, yeah, I'm, I'm canceling him. Yes. Okay, yeah. you really are. You're starting a movement right now. I'm just, yes, I'm, I'm just like my Morgan Wallen. I'm still not going to listen to him. It's funny because I, I it was slipping through the radio, and I think it was on G105, and I only knew it because it had his name on the like car. The radio in there. I would have no idea that I was even listening to him. Did no. you like it though before you saw the name? I don't like country. Sorry. That's, that's so no, you automatically ruled it out because it was country. It didn't matter who it was. Yeah. So I mean, I, I do discriminate okay. against that. John, I, I cancel the whole. Once in a blue moon. Oh. Like I like the kind of Taylor Swift. You count. That's a different story. I like some random ones here and there. I like them, which is really opposite of me. The whole. Um, it's not Keith Jackson. What's it, the one who did the, um, the for the red, white, and blue? Like after September 11th, Alan Jackson? No, no, not Alan Jackson. No, no. Um, um, it's blue. a huge. Oh, it's, it's it's not Keith Urban, which is I go on a whole rant about how he's not even American and his, his name is Urban. But uh, <laughs> what's his name? Oh my, you you would know him. He he has a cowboy hat. He's white and he talks with a southern accent. Really? Uh, Keith oh, Urban doesn't do that. He doesn't really wear cowboy hats, actually. That's a good point. I don't hold on. Mean, I have where hold on, I have it up here. My 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 screen. Oh why is it that? Why why can't it that was not Leonard Skinner? Toby Keith. Oh, it's time. I could see it. Yeah, Toby. Who ended up endorsing Obama, the, I believe it was the first time, which is sort of, was a surprise, but... uh, He did? Interesting. Yeah, which is sort of, yeah. Go look it up on the internet. Yeah, I'm going to have to look that up. So, yes, I, I that's about the extent of my uh, country music knowledge. I could, Big and Rich. Yeah, Big and Rich, one of, either Big or Rich, was, was also part of the Bud Light thing. It, yes, Cowboy Troy was not. I don't believe, but, but they are going to be coming to your city. To my city, at least on ESPN College Game Day. <laughs> we ever get College Game Day? <sighs> no, the word Maryland is one of I forgot how many now. The the that that has never had it, either home or away, even. Never hosted it. There's, there's interesting, a, and there are a lot. I mean, we've actually gone through all this stuff. I think it's 
Wake Forest, Maryland, Illinois, maybe Indiana. There, there's, there's not at this point after whatever it is, thirty years. There's not. It's, it's sad. Maybe sometime soon. We had we had college game day, the radio version in two thousand and two or something like that. Mel Kiper and well, they had they had a little boss that came out, which is not. There's the, a the, radio version. Yeah, they had their own one with yeah. I don't know if I don't think they've done that for a while, but I mean it's not anything like it. Just they just pull up a bus that then record live, and I don't think there was like an audience even for that. So interesting. I had no idea there was a radio version. So yeah, once again, it might not have been around. I, I stopped twenty years ago, and I, I was not prepared to talk about that on our cancel culture episode. I mean, did it get canceled? Is that why it's no longer here? It probably did. Nobody knows. So, do, do, I would say do we beat a dead horse, but we probably have to cancel that term too because people might be offended that the horses are being <laughs> turning to glue sticks and stuff like that. But it's, Oh, too far. Too far with the glue. Too far. Too soon. Too soon. Too far and too soon with the glue. Yep. So, anything else? Are you ready to wrap it up? or? I think we have hit all areas of cancel culture. Well, good. So I don't know what our next topic is going to be, but I'm sure it's going to be fun. I'm sure it will be fun. It might not be as serious as what this conversation was, but we will see because who knows, right? I know. Well, that's good. So long. Have a great night.